today with us. We have the, our executive vice president and general manager, Ken Holland, and Captain Nicholas Lidstrom. I'll begin the call by turning it over to Ken Holland for some comments. Kenny? Good morning, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining the call. I'm pleased to announce that Nick, Nick Lidstrom has decided to play uh, this coming season, the 11-12 season. Uh, obviously, it's a real important decision for our hockey team. Nick is coming off a tremendous season. We're both out in Las Vegas. Nick is up for the uh, the award on Wednesday night, uh, one of the three finalists for the uh, Norris Trophy. Um, uh, Nick had a, a tremendous year and continues to uh, be one of the elite defensemen in the game. And uh, obviously, uh, at the end of the year, getting the news that uh, Brian Rafalski had decided to um, the, uh, retire, uh, it was certainly uh, news that uh, our entire organization was uh, was hoping that, that, that Nick was going to decide to come back for one year. So very pleased to announce that uh, Nick is coming back for one more year, and I'll, I'll put Nick on before we're open for uh, comments. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, good morning, everyone. Well, as you know, uh, I'm kinda, Ken and I have agreed on a one-year deal, and uh, the reason for why it took so long was that I wanted to make sure I, I found the motivation and I was ready to com commit to the workouts over the summer to be ready for, for next season. And, uh, and when Ken and I met uh, after the playoffs, you know, he, Kenny told me that he, you know, he can take as long as he want, want up until July 1st at least to, you know, to, to make a decision and, and take time talking to your family and, and whatnot. So uh, I've been doing that. I, I've been talking to my family and uh, I uh, started working out here a few weeks ago just to make sure that I, I still have the motivation and I still have the commitment to, to go through everything to get ready for the for the next uh, season. And uh, I think that's why it took so long for me, too. I wanted to make sure that uh, I was ready and prepared to, to go through the workouts to be ready for next season. And uh, I'm very happy to be back for uh, my 20th season with the Wings. Uh, Hunter, if you have any questions. Yep. Operator, we're ready for questions. Thank you. If you'd like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad at this time. If you are joining us on a speakerphone, please make sure your mute function is turned off to allow your signal to reach our equipment. Once again, that is star 1 to ask a question. Your first question is from Pierre Lebrun with ESPN.com. Nick, uh, it's great to have you back for another year. Um, I wondered if, uh, if part of your conversation with, uh, with Ken was uh, to hear about his off-season plans, especially with uh, Brian retiring, and and where the you know with the direction of the team uh, was that part of your decision at all? Uh, no, I, I did have those questions for Kenny, and that's something that we've had in the past as well. <coughs> Excuse me, that uh, we talked about uh, you know Kenny's future plans for the team and and uh, Mr. Mrs. Illich's commitment to to the organization and winning, uh, and I've never had any doubt in my mind that. Uh, Kenny's trying to do everything he can to put the best product on the ice, and, and same thing with Mr. and Mrs. Illich. They've been so committed for years to to put a winning team on the ice. So uh, I've always asked that question, and, and and we've been through that uh, several times too. But I, I never doubted Kenny that he was going to you know try to do everything he could. And uh, you know when I heard of uh, Rafalski retiring, you know it came as a big surprise uh, to me as well. I, I I don't think anyone saw that coming. So. Uh, you know, Kenny and, and, and Babs uh, brought that out to me too when when we had our, our year-end meetings that, uh, you know, they really wanted me to come back uh, when we're, we're losing Rafalski as well. So uh, still, you know, even though they said that, I still wanted to make sure that uh, I had the motivation to go through, like I mentioned earlier, the off-season 
workouts, the commitment you have to you have to have to be ready for a long season and to be able to play at the at the high level that I wanted to play at too. So I, I think I took everything into account, but uh, my motivation was the I think the most important thing. All right, great, thanks, Nick. Yep, thanks, Pierre. Your next question is from Ted Colson with Detroit News. Hey, Nick, thanks uh, for this. And uh, just wondering, you mentioned Brian. Were you very much surprised by that? And how much did that play into your decision somehow, some way? Uh, I, I was you know, very surprised. I know that Rafi was uh, he was on the trainer's table a lot. You know, he had back surgery last uh, July, I believe, and then when he started skating, he had problems with the knee, and he had knee surgery back in, I believe it was September, early September. So, uh, you know, having said that, and I know that he, he had uh, a lot of pain throughout the season, I, I didn't think he was going to retire. I thought uh, he was going to come back, and, 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 you know, it didn't even cross my mind that he was he was uh, thinking about, uh, you know, hanging him up. Uh, it, it came into my decision a little bit, but, uh, you know, the ultimate decision was still, for myself to be ready, for myself to to be motivated and, and being able to uh, to play, uh, you know, next season as well. So uh, I, I knew uh, I knew they wanted me to come back even more when, when he retired, but it was still you know the decision that I was ready to play again. Nick, when you say motivation, is it just the grind of the season, basically? Yeah, and uh, you know to prepare for a long year. Uh, you know, you have to start now. You have to start in June to to get your workouts in. And, and I think as you get older, I think you have to work out even harder to to stay in shape and and to keep up with everyone. So uh, it is a long grind once you get into it. But preparation starts now. You have to be to go through everything now to, to be able to to play a whole year. And I think I've, I've learned that over the years that uh, you know you can't cut any corners. You have to go through your workouts. You have to be ready to play. Uh, you know, when October comes around and you have to be ready to play when, when uh, April and, and May comes around as well. So that all starts now in June, and that's something I, that I know I have to go through to be able to play at the high level. So, you know, that's been uh, a big part of my decision, too, just to to go through the the off-season workouts to, to, to know that you can you can last for a whole year. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. We'll go next to Helene St. James of Detroit Free Press. Hi, Nicholas. Um, just talk about how much did your own past season factor into this? I mean, not just being a finalist for the Norris, but having as good a season as you did and improving to yourself. What an elite player you still are at age 40. I mean, was that important for you to know uh, what you can still do at your age, um, also heading into another season? Yeah, that was important. Uh, you know, coming off last season, uh, I thought I could have played better. And I think going into the season we just finished, I wanted to, to prove to myself that I could still play at a high level. I can still be a, an impact player for the team. So, you know, when I, I still felt that I could do that. And, and uh, you know, being nominated again is, is you know, it's a great feeling as well. But just proving to myself that I can still be that, that top player was, was important. And I think if I've... If I would have taken a step back from how I finished last year, uh, it could have been a different situation for me. It could have been a different decision for me, too. Maybe you know, my, my ice time would have dropped and I wouldn't play at, at the level that I want to compete at. So coming off this season, I think, helped me to, to make this decision. Does it also mean just factor in that you're still going to be surrounded by guys like Datsuk, Sederberg, uh, Cronwall? I mean, that, that the team is still... 
uh, as is very competitive, and obviously a few changes are going to be made, but you're coming back to a, a contending team. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons too. That having a ch- just a chance to to you know, to have a competitive team and, and hopefully go far in the playoffs, and just knowing that you have that competitive team helps my situation too. Uh, you mentioned you know Federer, Gatsuk. You can go down with Kron, uh, Phil Pula, Stewart. Uh, I think Howard took a huge step in that for us. So I really I really like the team that we have, and. Uh, you know that helps my decision too. Knowing that we we are going to have a competitive team, we're going to have a good product on the ice uh, next season. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Owen. We'll go next to Bob Duff with Windsor Star. Uh, this is uh, for Ken. Uh, just wondering, Ken, uh, now that you know Nick's coming back, how does that change your plans going forward in terms of defense? Are you still looking to add one or two, or obviously, if he hadn't come back, it would have changed the complexion of what you would have needed to add. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Um, well, obviously, we're going to explore uh, July 1st free. If you look at our defense right now, we've got uh, Nick and, and Cronwell and, and Stewie under contract. Jakob Kindle, so four of them uh, are back. Uh, Jonathan Erickson is an unrestricted free agent. Rush Line Sly is an unrestricted free agent. I have, I have had conversations with Jonathan Erickson's uh, agents and will continue to do so. Um, we're going to make a decision here in the next 10 days on uh, on July. We've got, obviously, Brendan Smith, who played in Grand Rapids and um, was was a first-round pick and, and leading scoring defenseman as a junior in college in Wisconsin two years ago, and last year was a, on the American Hockey League all-rookie team. Uh, we're going to give him every opportunity to make the team in uh, in training camp. Doug Janik is on a uh, – we signed him to a two-year deal. He's on a one-way contract. We're going to give him an opportunity to, to fight for uh, – one of the the spots on defense, and then obviously we're gonna we're, we've got some cap money. With the it appears that the cap is going to increase. We've obviously got uh, uh, Brian Rafalski's um, um, cap cap dollars, so uh, we, we plan to try to uh, be aggressive on on Jul- excuse me on July the first and, and sign a defenseman or two. It's fair to say that uh, had you lost Nick and Brian, there's just no way this year you could have filled that void. Well, I mean, obviously, if we'd have lost both, it would have been uh, probably devastating. When you're, you're talking about, you know, Nick's a finalist for the Norris, and Rafi had, I think, almost 50 points in 60 games. You're talking about two elite puck-moving defensemen that uh, get the puck out of our zone. At the same time, uh, you know, we had a, a top power play, and you need, to, you need to be good in the specialty team, special teams over 82 games. So, uh, you know, we'd have cap space, but but you can have cap. You know, we've got Rafi's cap space, but you still it's it's you know there's these guys are special players. Nick's a special player. Rafi was a special player, and and uh, it's the reason why you pay them the salary that you do, and they they command the ice time. And uh, you know, so I mean, I'd rather have Brian Rafalski back for the 11-12 season, but but obviously. Uh, uh, Rafi has different priorities in his life, and and and, and we do have the money, so we're gonna we'll, we'll look, we're gonna we're, we're looking to be active on uh, on July the first. But at the same time, we're not, we're just not going out there looking to spend a bunch of money and and, and have press conferences. I think we want to we want to try to find players that that fit our team, fit our system, and and salaries that we think um, uh, will help us continue to be competitive in a in a cap world. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Bob. We'll go next to Nick Kotsunika with Yahoo Sports. 
Hi, Nick. Uh, I just had two questions. One, do you expect to continue to take this uh, year to year? And two, when you talk about the high standard, what can you describe your standard? I mean, when you play at a Norris level, as you have for so long, I mean, what level do you feel you need to play at when you make your decision each year to come back? Uh, well, first question, uh, you know, why I'm taking it year by year is because I, I want to make sure that I'm motivated, that I'm still uh, able to play at a high level. And uh, that's why I've been taking it year by year in the last couple of years. And I think it, you know, at my age, uh, that's I, I have to be motivated to play. I can't just show up and, and, and go out there and, and play 15, 20 minutes. I have to be motivated. And when I'm motivated, I'm having fun, too. And I have to have fun to play. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be playing. And uh, you know, when I say playing at a high level, uh, I usually play against the top lines all the time. I usually uh, killing penalties. I'm on the power play, so you're you're involved in the game all the time. You're when you do that, you play at a, you know 23, 25 minutes a night, and and you do that night in and night out. And you kind of expect that from yourself too. That you know you're. Your goal is to, to shut that top line down. Your goal is to to kill off a penalty. Your goal is to to make the power play work and, and you know contribute offensively. So I think adding all those pieces together is is what I expect for myself. And I think if you if I drop off and if I can't keep up to that level, uh, you know I, I said this earlier. If I'm a sixth or seventh defenseman, I probably wouldn't be playing because I. I wouldn't have as much fun as, as when you're involved and when you're contributing to the to the team. So uh, I hope that answers your question, Nick. Do you need to be sort, I guess, at a Norris level to be satisfied? And and this isn't just one one last year. You're still going to get to make a decision again next year, correct? Yeah, I, that's why I'm just taking it year by year, just to you know to make sure that I'm motivated that I can play it at a high level and. Uh, you know that's what I expect for myself, and uh, uh, you know I admire uh, Chelios for what he was able to do to play it up in his high forties. But his ice time dropped, and he was willing. He was accepting that too. And I think if I was put in the same situation, I probably wouldn't wouldn't have as much fun. So uh, you know I think that's the difference between me and Chelios. You know he's he, he was able to do that because of the love of the game, and I I, I you know I have to be at a, at a certain level to to you know. To, to, uh, to play it through my own expectations. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Your next question comes from Kevin Allen with USA Today. Hi, Nick. Um, you had said earlier in the last season that uh, it, you really didn't feel any different than you did, you know, six or seven years ago. I mean, you did, your body felt the same and your your mind was the same. When you made this decision, was it any different than the decision you made last year? Did it seem like it was a tougher decision, or was it basically the same thing you felt last year? Uh, I think it gets just a little bit tougher every year. I think when you're coming off uh, you know, a playoff run, you're you're drained, you're you're mentally fatigued as well. It's you know you're you're going through the emotions, especially in the playoffs of, of your ups and downs, and it's, it takes a lot out of your out of your body. And I think as you get older, I think you get even more even more tiring for you. So I think that's that comes into play when, when I made my decision too to kind of step away from. You know, from everything for a week or two, and then recharge, and you start working out, and, and you make sure you, you have that motivation again. You have the fire within you to to do it again. And I think that's that's what I need to find for myself to to be able to play. 
And, and you mentioned, Nick, that you had talked over with your family. Was it a unanimous decision? Did you have your family members telling you, do it one more year at least, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, me and my wife, uh, you know, talked to a lot about it. Uh, you know, even during the season, you know, we're, we're still discussing it, discussing things. And, and uh, you know, as you get through the playoffs, uh, you know, you you really have to make a decision. So, you know, my wife and I were, were on the same page. And, and uh, you know, we have two uh, two older sons. They're 17 and 15 that, uh, you know, get a little bit more involved. And, and you know, you talk to them about, uh, about everything as well. And then we have two younger ones, they're 11 and, and 7, who are, you know, they, they want to know what's going on as well, but they're kind of easier to, to steer one direction or the other. So the family has been part of the decision. We have talked uh, amongst, the, amongst the family and, and what to do, too, so they've been involved in this decision. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Kat. We'll go next to Ansar Khan with Booth Newspapers. Hi, Nick. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about just the team looking ahead to next season? What do you think is the, the, the main thing that needs to happen for you guys to, to be able to get over the hump, uh, you know, losing two years in a row in the second round? Uh, what, what areas of improvement uh, do you think uh, the team needs the most? I like, I, I like the team that we have right now. Uh, like Kenny said, it's probably going to be some changes, and, and that usually happens every year. But I, li- I like the team that we have. Uh, I think our goals against can be better, and you know, but if, you, if you shed if you shed that by a little bit, you know, you're you're going to improve the team by, by you know not letting in less goals. Uh, I think special teams, uh, especially in the playoffs, uh, we know you know power play has to step up when it really matters. You have to get that power play goal, or we have to be able to to kill off that penalty. So I think special teams and goals against are, are the things that has to improve and. That might not be personnel-wise. I think it's just as a, uh, as a team. I think it's uh, playing better defensively, just you know, playing the system better, uh, not taking chances or, or thinking defense first, and then you're going to find you're going to eventually get some chances with the talent that we have. But I think there's, that focus on team defense is going to help us a lot. We'll go next Hello? to Craig Custance with the Sporting News. Hey, uh, Ken, can you just kind of paint the scene, uh, how, how Nick told you and what your immediate reaction was? Well, like Nick said, you know, we lost on a Thursday night to San Jose. On the Saturday afternoon was the team pitcher day. Um, I uh, I knew by that point in time that uh, Brian Rafalski was going to re- was uh, was thinking of retiring. Um, Mike Babcock and I called Nick into the office to uh, tell Nick to, uh, to tell Nick that uh, give Nick a heads up that we thought that that was a, uh, a a real possibility. We wanted Nick to know that you know Mike Babcock and I uh, we. And, and our ownership, uh, you know, we're a team that's going to go to the cap. We, uh, we're committing to put, putting the very best team that we can on the ice to try to compete to, to, to be a playoff team. And once you get to be a playoff team, as we've seen the last couple of years, just get in. It's, 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 it's wide open. And then, you know, from that point in time, Nick, uh, Nick just said that, uh, like you told you all, he needed some time to talk to his family and, and decide if he had the motivation and, uh, you know, probably, uh, a couple of weeks went by. Nick and I had a, a couple of brief conversations, and then late last week, um, we had our pro scouting meetings. And uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and Nick and I touched base Tuesday. Uh, you know, obviously, it was important as we're having our staff in town to kind of get an idea. Um, 
what 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 Nick was doing, and Nick told me last Tuesday or Wednesday when we met, he was uh, pretty sure he was coming back that we'd, he'd give us the final decision here in, in Las Vegas. But uh, barring uh, barring some some you know some some different news, he was he was committed to coming back for another year, and that we were going to sit down here and finalize the contract. So uh, you know, obviously there was a period of time, Craig, from the end of the season till uh, till till the middle of last week that it was. Uh, you know, Nick has come back. He's been here for 20 years. So when somebody talks about, you know, do you think Nick Lipscomb's going to retire? I, I think it's it's something we don't want to think about. Nick has been such an uh, an incredible player, uh, incredible leader, and and such an important part to our player to our team at an at a real important position. So you know, sometimes for me, it's it's uh, I don't even want to think about. Uh, about um, the Detroit Red Wings without Nick Lipson. I have gone on record saying that when Nick retires, I'm going to be in the next room with a with a with a uh, retirement uh, uh, press conference as well. So uh, uh, I'm glad Nick has decided to come back one more year because I love it too. And <laughs> <laughs> just one other follow up, Nick or Ken. Um, you know, at Brian Rafalski's press conference, you, you you kind of anticipated being active on the trade front at the draft, and now here we are, uh, the week of the draft. I mean, how kind of in general terms, how, how do you see this shaping up in the trade front uh, in Minneapolis? Do you see a lot of activity in trades, and do you guys expect to be in the middle of that? Well, you know, we're probably, I would say, the, uh, I've had a few, you know, obviously teams out there know that that um, we have a need on defense, and we have cap space. Um, you know, so I've received, uh, you know, a few calls over the last week or so from teams that, uh, you know, they're maybe looking to do some something different with their team. Um, you know, so we're getting some calls that now that that I didn't really have, obviously, in the past uh, years. When you looked at our team, um, we're going to explore. You know, this. I, I, you know, up until uh, through this weekend, uh, you always expect to be trade. Some trades. There's lots of rumors. We're going to explore ways either t- on the trade front or July 1st free agency. Uh, we're, we want to be active. Um, we do want to make some some moves to our team or some additions to our team, um, and, and and we're open minded going uh, going in. We I'm like Nick. I uh, I really like the team. I I think you know when you look at us up front, um, most of our players uh, are keep forwards are in their prime. You know between the ages say 26 and 32. You know I really think that we have one in Pav. And Z, we have two of the best forwards in the league, and they're in their prime. And Pav had a, had a tremendous playoff. Um, Jimmy Howard is 27 years of age, has two years under his belt, and, and uh, has gotten continued to get better. And, and obviously, we have some work to do on defense. But today's today's uh, announcement with Nick coming back is a, is a big step uh, towards us uh, building a defense that we think uh, can 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 allow us to be competitive. So. Yeah, we're looking to be active, and we have some money to spend. And, and uh, but again, I, I you know I, I don't want to just we don't want to spend for the sake of spending. We're gonna we're gonna kind of comb comb through August, July first, and we've had our pro scouting meetings, and uh, we've gone through all the players, and and, and if, if some of them hit the play uh, hit the market, we've uh, I've got the um, uh, our, our scouting staff's evaluation, so uh, we're ready to go. Thanks, Ken. Operator, we have time for one more question. We'll take our last question from Mitch Album with Detroit Free Press. Hey, Nick. Welcome back. Um, two questions. One, if you guys were coming off a Stanley Cup, do you think you would have come back again or you would have used that and said that's a good time to go? And 
The second one, as you've indicated, it gets harder each year and you do this year by year. Does this time feel like you made a decision for one more year but one last year as opposed to just one more year and maybe I'll, I'll come back and do it again? Uh, thanks, Mitch. Uh, well, your first question is, you know, it's, it's hard to say. You know, it could have been, it could have been easy to, to kind of walk away when, when you're on top and, you know, the Stanley Cup and, and feeling great about yourself. Uh, you know, when you, you know, get knocked out uh, in the playoffs, you're, it kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth. You're, you're not happy. You're, you're, you lost the, the last game of the season that you played and, you know, instead of winning the last game and, and having a chance to hoist the Stanley Cup. So uh, it's hard to say. It could have been easier to walk away. Uh, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, who knows if I still would have had the motivation to you know, come back and maybe do a repeat, uh, you know. Uh, you know, taking it year by year, that's, uh, for myself, I find it easier just to, to focus on the year ahead. If I'm, if I'm signing a two-year deal, I know that, you know, two years, you know, I have another summer to, to go through the off-season workouts and, and make sure I still have the fire within me. So that's why it's easier for me to do year by year. It's easier right. to know that this is the season that I'm going to get ready for and then, you know, I gotta get fired up and, and and you know work as hard as I can and really get ready for the season. And then when it's over, you know, you reevaluate how you played, uh, how your body feels, uh, how your mind feels, and then you know you, you kind of set your sights again if you're ready to do uh, to do it again. So I think that's the where I've the level that I reached uh, in my stage of my career that uh, it makes it easier for me to do it year by year. I guess I just follow up. Maybe, maybe another way of phrasing that question is like last year when you decided to do one more year. In your mind, at that time when you did it, did it kind of feel like all right, one more year, but then I'm I'm quitting, and 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 then and then you have to go through it kind of all over again. And if if so or if no, then this year when you said one more year, are you kind of saying to yourself one more year and then I'm quitting? Uh, no, I had the same approach last uh, summer as well. That uh, you know, I, I I had to make sure that I'm still you know motivated. I think that's a big key word for me that you have to be motivated, especially if you want to play at this level and and play it with this uh, you know skilled guys and the high tempo that we see out there every night. You know, you have to be committed to, to go through the the off season to be ready. So uh, you know. That's been that's the, the approach I had last season too. Just you know, one year, get ready for this next year, and then we'll you know we'll see what happens after that. But that's that was my approach last season too, just to to make sure that I'm I'm ready to do this again. And that's that's the way you know same kind of uh, routine I went through this uh, summer again. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Mitch. Thank you all for joining us today. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks, Nick. Thank you.